Me and everything around me is unstable like Chernobyl. Ready to go at any moment, jumping like a pogo stick. Like never lived up to my expectations. So I accept the patience. Expect the worst, but now I'm pacing back and forth inside. I'm melting like water on wicked witches. A monster truck don't came and ran over my picket fences. I had the best of life in my clenches, but monkey wrenches was thrown. Like chairs king sit on. My prayers seem too long. I fall asleep before the ending. Don't even get to say amen. I hope he understand. I be on bending knees. At times I think I'm crazy, then I say forget it. Or maybe it's the devil infiltrating and like Riddick. Bo, I've been fighting this since them fetus days. I'll count from one to twenty when I'm through. Repeat the phrase. It's just a phase. It's gone all past, but that gets old too. I'm weakening like a deacon doing dirt. What am I supposed to do? We looking to start some new shit. I'm writing this rhyme in fate, so when you hear it, hope you chew it. My nigga, you do it like swooshes. The lyrical cleansing nuisance. Wiping away your germs and filling your craniums with juices. See, mo goes on. My slick flow flows on. Straight from West Savannah, Georgia, but the SWAT is my home. Never go wrong, cause the click is tight against that ass. And that bad mosquitoes, now we goes. I'm proud of you people for selling your crack and sacks. I'm glad I'm white, not black. Shit on the real, that's how the mites really act When your back was turned, them slackers learnt And now we falling apart You look at me in my eye, but you ain't feeling me in your heart Yes, yes, law, give me the power We live in the final hour These niggas, they leave me stranded like Rapunzel in the tower Now or never, let's stick together and overcome But they don't feel like marching Cause they shoot just overrun, ain't that a bitch? What's going on, everybody? This is Mike Styles, Untamed Gorilla. Another episode of the Mike Styles Experience. Uh, that was Outcast, Millennium. It's classic off the uh, ATLians album. You know, all my ATLians out there, they know about that, that classic Millennium. Yeah. So I just wanted to um wanted to get another episode out there. Um I have been working on something for a while, you know, um and and it's crazy it's crazy to me cuz uh, I got an email 
the other day uh, from a dude out of, uh, let me see, where is he from? From Texas. Yeah, from Texas. Shout out to all my folks down there in Texas. I got some got some cousins down there in Houston, you know. Um, so, yeah, dude actually sent me an email. Uh, what was that? Uh, Steve from Texas. I ain't going to put all this information out there, but Steve from Texas. And uh, if you want to go ahead and send me some comments, questions, whatever, I told you I'll read them on the show. Send it to uh, mstylesexp at gmail.com. That's mstylesexp at gmail.com. So mainly what he was uh, asking about is, uh, like, what do I think about, uh, you know, work-life balance and how I'm able to, I guess, balance my my work life with, uh, I'm sorry, balance my, my personal life with my work life. So he says, uh, like, what, what are my thoughts on that? And, um, you know, and, 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 um, you know, how do I balance my personal life with my work life? So, uh, it took me a couple of days to kind of figure this one out. So I was like, man, you know what, like, how do I approach this? Cause this is like really like my, my, like my real first question. I know a couple of episodes back, you know, I had some people ask me about, you know, the whole, uh, Colin Kaepernick and the shooting and all that stuff. So, you know, and I addressed it, but, um, that's not what the show is really about. Cause I don't want to make it a whole a thing about this show is supposed to be about my experiences. Um, and I didn't want to go down that route, but I figured I had to do a couple of shows about that because people kept asking me. I had people, people that didn't even see me send emails. They don't even know nothing about the show. Like people just out in public asked me about it. So I did that and I addressed it. But for this episode, I want to give you uh, my experiences and what I think about things from a just a life perspective and how we can you know make things better. Um, like I said, this is supposed to be something kind of like therapy, um, and this is something that I'm doing, you know, kind of relieve my stress and hopefully it'll help somebody else and you know help me at the same time. So, um, with that being said, um, what do I think about work life balance and what do I do about work life balance? So, I think, and this is just to put it out there. Um, to me, there is no such thing as work-life balance. Okay. The reason, and the reason I say that is because a lot of times, you know, work-life balance to me, I think is a thing that is made up, something that somebody made up, work-life balance. There is no such thing. Because if you ever think about it, uh, work life balance you don't have uh, uh their work-life balance to me these these terms that they come up with is just seems like these are just terms to kind of um uh, cover something up you know or the lack of something that's that's missing um you know but you know we have to get out of the mind state that there's a such thing in existence you know work-life balance you know there is no to me there is no such thing I mean, they, you don't. You only have one life, so it's like okay, you don't have a work life, and then a personal life. You don't have a personal life balance. You know what I mean? It's like a work life balance. You know, your work life. You know, um, and one of the things about it, you know, I, I think a lot of people, um, 
I think we're all in need of a more independent and flexible lifestyle. Yes, um, because a job, you know, uh, you know, even if you work in a job, it, we need that job to give you an opportunity to spend time with your friends and family. And most of these jobs, they don't do that. Um, and, and friends and family, you know, there are a lot. Of, those are the things. Sometimes for some people, those are the things that matter most to people in life. You know, it's not all about the money. I don't care if you're making a hundred dollars. I mean, a hundred thousand dollars. You know, if you if you're working at a place that just don't make you happy, um, to where you're not in it, and, and if you're not seeing your family or spending that time with your family and friends, then the job it, you're gonna become a real dull person. You know, so. You know, I think we're all in need of a more independent and flexible lifestyle. Um, now, one thing I notice a lot with people, too, is that uh, we let fear, you know, keep us in a, a position to where um, we never progress. And I think I did a show about that um, or episode about that like a while back, you know, about fear. So what I would say is don't let the fear of the unknown, you know, keep you in a job that make you unhappy. You know, like I said, we all need uh, more uh, independent and flexible lifestyles. Okay. So, like, and so we need to get out of that mind state. But uh, what I would say also, because uh, the work-life balance, since there is no such thing, you have to also look at it at a point of where, you know, long gone are those days of loyalty. You know, it was a time when hard work was valued. You know, back in the days of our parents and grandparents. You work for one company in the same position for 10, 20, 30 years, uh, waited to be promoted uh, by management before you were retired. Now, for some people, that work out just fine, okay? But the, but the reality is that a majority of us will never see that promotion, uh, especially in this current uh, working environment, you know? Uh, and it, it just to me, and this is just, just what, I, what I feel, is that hard work is simply isn't important to most organizations. You know, especially where the turnover rates are high, they know people are going to quit. So, and, and I believe that the top leadership within these organizations, they're only looking to have warm bodies and seats. You know, to them, you're just a number or a tax credit. And this is, and what I mean by the tax credit, I found out um, uh, that as a veteran, you know, upon me entering the corporate work environment, that my status as a veteran helps these companies receive tax credits for hiring veterans. So as long as they got you there, and for me, and for me, you know, as long as they got you there, they're gonna get a tax credit, and that's, that's just you know for veterans, you know, uh, and and it, and, it, and it falls under the uh, what is it called, the returning heroes tax credit, where like uh, a lot of these companies they get incentive incentives for um, up to fifty six hundred dollars for hiring unemployed veterans, and then there's another one which is uh, the wounded warriors tax credit. It gives uh, 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 it gives companies uh, that have veterans who are long-term unemployed veterans with service-connected disabilities um, up to uh, uh, $9,600. So, you know, but uh, but like I said, for a lot of us, you know, it just feels like, you know, you, we going through the motions at work, you know. It's almost like we're robotic, like we go through the motions. Um, so as far as work-life balance, I don't, I don't think there's a such thing because it doesn't make that term doesn't make sense to me. Work life, like no, I'm not. I'm not. This is not um, like you don't have personal life balance. So it's like no, there's no such thing to me. That's what I think about it. So I don't really try to uh, balance it out. You know, 
if I'm working a job, like my current situation now, I'm working um, Monday through Friday, you know, weekends off. I mean, to me, I mean, and that's, you know, there's no balance there, but, you know, so, and you, I mean, you can never really balance it out anyway. And so I think that's one of the things, you know, when you want, you know, you look at talking about uh, work-life balance. And then when you and when and then when you start looking at it, um, and the crazy thing that happened to me, um, actually I, I woke up and I drove to work this morning, and then I and then once I got there, it's like I don't even know how I got to work, you know. Well, I know how I got to work, but I don't know how I got there. It, it's, it's crazy to me. It's like it was like kind of like I was on autopilot this morning getting to work. Um, but like I said, work-life balance, there, there, to me, there is no such thing. Um, you know, you, you become, you get to a point to where, you know, you become institutionalized, you know. And um, when you become institutionalized, it's just like you're, you're just doing it, the same thing over and over and over. Because that it, that's what it, it's gotten you to, you know. Some, like I said, some people can ride it out to retirement. Some people just up and quit because you get tired of doing the same thing. And so, being institutionalized, you know, it becomes like a practice. It becomes a habit or a custom, you know. And, and but see, the main thing when I think about institutionalized, you know, I think about prison. That's the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear that word. Um, so we're and so and I'm trying to tie this into work-life balance but because I don't believe in it it's just it's just insane to me because I think a lot of these places they try to um, get you to assimilate into that culture and at some point in time you have to assimilate into that culture there's no way around it you're gonna have to assimilate and um, adapt to that culture of the environment that you're in but uh, I think just with these jobs it to me I've always uh, always felt like I'm an outsider on the outside looking in because I know how these things work. But you get a lot of people, uh, like I said, that are institutionalized and they've been, you know, they've long, uh, long uh, assimilated into that culture of that particular organization, you know. And, uh, you know, but essentially, like I said, when I think about institutional, being institutionalized, I think about prison. You know, but essentially, I guess your job can become like prison because you're doing the same mundane tasks every day. You put in a lot of long hours and you put up with a lot of bullshit. And most of the time, you're doing you're doing this stuff. Uh, it, it's like I said, it's robotic. You know, like I said this morning, I came to work and it was like I don't even realize, I don't even remember how I got to work. It was just kind of like once I came out of my days or my little little days that that I was in, I was at work. You know, um, so like I said, it, it, and, and, and as you do these things, you realize that you're doing this just for a paycheck and there's no uh, sense of fulfillment. And so you kind of feel like almost like a monkey in the circus jumping through a hoop, you know. And then you have to and then and, and then for those that, that don't realize it, you know, you know, it it's a thing where it becomes an issue. It becomes a. You know, when you realize that uh, you become, 
that you become institutionalized by this organization, you know, you have to ask yourself, like, when is enough enough? You know, is it when you start to have mental uh, and physical issues? You know, and, that, and, that, and that's all related to your health. You know, for some, it may be too late because, you know, where I work, I've seen a lot of people who are actually, you know, uh, they're like walking deathbed you're like like it's like a, a time bomb like a ticking time bomb of death you know but like i said for some it may be too late and the only thing that i can say from my experience is that um like i said some people are out there on their deathbeds working at these jobs Especially in an office setting where you're sitting down all day, uh, having little to no physical activity. And, and, and what I see a lot of people in the office job, they eat a lot of fast food every day. And, and I think that all goes back to being institutionalized and assimilating into that culture um, of that organization or environment. And I think people have become so content with being at one job for years and years that it is not even a problem. It's like you just accept it, accept things for what it is, you know. And uh, and and, it, and, and, it, and people talk about job security, and I also I don't think uh, that there's a such thing as job security, you know. And some people might just say, hey, at least it's a paycheck. Now I understand, you know, we all have different lives and different needs, but wouldn't it be beneficial to call your own shots? That's just me. That's just what I think. But I think we need to, um, you know, teach our kids about finance, economics, taxes, and entrepreneurship. Because that, I think that was something that was missing in school, you know. You know, um, so, we, you know, we've become slaves to the paycheck, you know. And you, you thinking that you have job security, that can institutionalize you too. And then you get to a point where you find yourself doing just enough to get by. And 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 I've been guilty of doing the same thing, you know. And and a lot of times for me, I think when I finally wake up, I get bored at these jobs, you know, or or, or the job not paying that much, you know, or or you're not getting a pay raise. So it's like, uh, kind of bored. But that's just how it is, you know, throughout our years, we've all been trained how to be sheep. You know, um, you know, we're taught to go to school, get good grades, go to college, get a job, work, get a mortgage, retire, and then you die. You know, and I think the school, I think the school teaches us how to follow and uh, assimilate into corporate culture. You know, schools they teach us how to be sheep, and I think this is the first. I think this is the first. Uh, uh, step in becoming institutionalized you know and so I think um, and for me I know for me I'm starting to wake up from my slumber you know like I said this morning I drove to work on autopilot didn't know how I got there you know and then I woke snapped out of it and see when you when you start uh, being on autopilot you're just just going through the motions yeah, you, you know it, it's time to leave It's become routine, and, and, and me personally, I don't like when things become uh, routine because that shit it messes with my mind, you know. 
And so I think that, uh, you know, you know, schools should be teaching about uh, finance, economics, taxes, entrepreneurship, because um, a lot of the subjects that they that are taught in school, uh, you know, just for my uh, the subjects taught in schools, they don't give you that experience of the real world. You know, social studies, history, algebra, things like that. I mean, yeah, they're important. But like I said, they don't give us an idea of what it's like to be in the real world, you know. And so, as a result, we get a lot of people who are just giving in and submitting to the corporate grind uh, or, the, or the idea of being um, institutionalized. You know, where we 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 we've, um, accepted boring jobs, low low pay. Shitty supervision, shitty uh, attitudes from people, and uh, and we deal with uh, shitty leadership, and, and it's just an overall boring way of life, you know. So what I would say, and I've came, I came up with like eleven steps. This is not gonna get you if you're looking for work-life balance. I'm sorry, I can't give that to you. I can't tell you how to achieve that shit because I don't practice it. You know, to me, there is no such thing as work-life balance. So. Um, what I'm going to give you though is uh, just some 11 steps to kind of you know uh, make an overall change um, an overall shift you know uh, what you can do um, like I said it's not a thing where it's going to give you work life balance but uh, it, it may be able to give you some uh, ideas or give you some uh, insight on what you need to be doing if you've gone, um, I guess, bored with your with your current situation, your current job, and how you can make yourself feel a little bit better about it. So, number one is uh, to always be on the lookout for a new job or career. Uh, number two, you want to acquire new skills so you can direct, be able to direct your own life or your own career. Uh, number three, try self-employment. That's what I like. Try self-employment. Uh, I'm actually doing a few different things right now um, uh, as far as like entrepreneurship goes, you know. Um, um, also, you know, take some time out to figure, you know, just take some time to figure things out, you know, take some time off to figure things out. Um, for some people, if you got a lot, a lot of leave time, if your job allows it, uh, and you know, financially you can do that, just take some time out to, um, you know, figure things out. Um, number five is uh, figure out how to make money doing something that you enjoy. You know, figure out doing something. Something you know, if you've got a hobby, uh, a skill, you can maybe look at trying to make you know make some money. Uh, which leads into the next one. Number six is just to take on some side hustles. You got Uber, Lyft, um, uh, eBay. You get on eBay, sell some shit around the house that you don't need. Uh, you know, put a little extra money in your, in your pocket, go to some yard sales, buy up some stuff, and put it on uh, eBay. Um, number seven, uh, go back to school to change careers. You know, um, you never stop learning, you know, and that's what I, I, I like. You know, you never never stop learning. Uh, number eight, uh, travel and see how other people live. That I think that always helps. Uh, it gives you a little bit of, uh, uh, it, it's actually refreshing. To kind of you know go and see how other people live um, in their lives, uh, you know, and it could be just in like another state, you know, 
Um, number nine. Number nine is uh, this one. I think is like a lot of people probably already have, but number nine is to have a social life outside of work. Because all, if all you're doing is just working, you ain't. Um, <laughs> you know, you don't socialize. I guess with people. You know, some people might not, but you know, be so. Uh, I guess very sociable. But you still gotta get out there and. Uh, you know, socialize every now and then. Hell, it might just be a walk to the park just to get out and or go to a, 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 a go to a, a, a coffee shop or something. Anything. Just get out. You know, just make sure you have a life outside of work. And, and I would say with that is don't talk about work when you're going out. Because a lot of people I know they get out the job or they go to like a picnic, barbecue, whatever you go to. What are you doing or an event? You always got to bring up work. Stop bringing up work when you're off the clock. You're off the clock. Uh, number ten. Work toward financial independence so you can have more options. Okay, um, so that way you're not depending on that paycheck. You know, if, if that if that's your only source of income, then find find some other things. Like I said, Uber, Lyft, whatever. Number eleven, read and get inspired. Uh, there, because there, there are a lot of books out there and blogs about um, you know how people have actually changed their lives and that they're able to um, not be so caught up in the uh, the corporate job. Okay. So those are the uh, 11 things you can do. Like I said, it, I don't try to create work-life balance because that, to me, it doesn't exist. But those are just some of the things you can actually do. Um, you know, just to kind of improve your overall uh, quality of life. Because um, I know a lot of people right now out there, these jobs, they, they pissed, they're stressed, got to put up with the bullshit. You got to do it because you got bills, you, you know, or you got to have somewhere to stay. You got to keep a roof over your head. And even if you're making a hundred thousand dollars and everything's gravy, some people still don't, don't you know, still are, uh, um, you know, not happy in their current situation. So um, I just want to kind of let you guys know about that, and um, I just want to kind of put this out there. So this is Mike Styles with another episode of the Mike Styles Experience, and um, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. I'm out. <laughs>